insurance agents from around the world. Hey, guys, this is Scott Howell with the Insurance Guys podcast, and I protect insurance. I am proud to announce our 2023 title sponsor, Hawksoft. Guys, I, I did not need a script for this one. I can talk about Hawksoft all day long. Started in 1995 by Mr. Paul Hawkins. He and his family started as one of the very first agency management systems designed by an insurance agent specifically to improve productivity and workflows in your agency. And by the way, guys, still today in 2023, a privately held company means a lot to me, should mean a lot to you. Hawksoft's commercial and personal lines insurance platform is intuitive, it's efficient, and built to be customized to your independent agency's process, not the other way around. With a wide range of core features included in their base package, plus a host of API partner integrations that allows agents to customize their technology stack. That is exactly what we've done in our agency at iProtect Insurance. Guys, I don't even need to talk about their customer service because there's nobody, as far as vendors go, with independent agents. In my opinion, there is nobody that comes close to Hawksoft's customer experience and their customer service. Period. End of story. Full stop. They stand behind their promise. Your investment in Hawksoft will pay for itself in the very first year. Here's what I need you to do, guys. Go to www.hawksoft.com forward slash insurance guys or email them sales at hawksoft.com. Find out why I protect insurance, why we use and love the Hawksoft agency management system, and be sure to mention the Insurance Guys podcast. Take care. Hey guys, it's Bradley. Every now and then a company comes across my desk that not only blows my mind and what they're able to accomplish, but we implement that particular technology in Portal and it completely changes the way we do business. That's happened a few times with a few different companies. And it happened this year with Ascend. In case you don't know, Ascend saves agent time by simplifying the time-consuming process of collecting payments, premium financing, and carrier payables. Without the back-and-forth paperwork, integrated right into your checkout experience where customers can pay how they want. Credit, debit, ACH. Own the entire customer experience. It's branded to your agency and offer a modern checkout experience that your customers want. Ascend will also, this is the big one for me, automatically pay the provider, the carrier, the MGA, so you don't have to deal with the payables. It turns agency bill into direct bill. It combines the benefits of agency bill, owning the experience, with the convenience of direct bill. Don't have to worry about collections, payables, so you get the best of both worlds. And the best part is there's no subscription, no fee, and no cost to the agents. Stop wasting time on payments so you can focus on growing your business. Go to useascend.com backslash insurance guys. I'm telling you guys, this is not just a promotion. This company is going to change the insurance industry. They've already changed portal. Useascend.com backslash insurance guys. That's U-S-E-A-S-C-E-N-D.com backslash insurance guys. Tell them we sent you. Thanks. Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast, powered by Hawksoft. God, I love Hawksoft. My name is Scott Howell, your fearless host and leader, insurance agency owner and insurance evangelist for iProtect Insurance and Financial Services. 
Space out of Huntsville, Alabama. And before we get started on today's episode, please help me welcome, he is a six foot three sophomore from Mobile, Alabama, parade first team All-American rivals, five-star recruit. He is a fantastic insurance agent and my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand and welcome the incomparable Mr. Bradley Flowers. How are you, Bradley? Great, Scott. How are you today? Best I have ever been. Ladies and gentlemen, we have breaking news today. We've got a couple things we need to uh, talk about to the 250,000 insurance agents from around the world that listen to this podcast. I am humbled and proud to announce, and you probably heard it when I started this podcast today, that we have a brand spanking new title sponsor to the Insurance Guys podcast, and I could not be more proud, Bradley, to have Hawksoft, our agency management system at iProtect Insurance, own as our title sponsor for 2023. Thoughts? You know, there's a, there, I have a lot of thoughts. Um, one, I'd like to say thanks to our previous title sponsor, Glovebox. Of course. That, we're yes. we're huge supportive supporters of Glovebox. Still yep. still use it. Great friends with those guys. They had done a two year run, and it's one of those things. It's kind of you know it. it after a while, it, it makes sense to change things up. Sure. And, and that sort of thing. The with with sponsors, guys. One thing Scott and I, when we started taking on sponsors, which I think was two years into this, I did not want us to be the NASCAR stock car of insurance podcasts. Right. And what I mean by that is. When you look at a NASCAR stock car, you see about 50 different sponsors sure. on the side of that stock car. And uh, the Penzoil, Taco Bell, yeah. Mountain Dew, Ford F. Yeah. Right, exactly. So we're very specific with the people we bring on to promote to you guys, which is why I think when we do promote someone to you guys, you guys typically follow what we say. And there's a lot of vetting that that goes into it. And someone actually DM'd me on LinkedIn the other day and said, Hey, why don't you guys sponsor with such and such? And I said, because neither Scott or I used the product. Correct. And there, there's a lot that goes into it. And I was telling the guys before we got on the air, you know, I deal with a lot of vendors in the insurance industry. And when you deal with Hawksoft, and I truly mean this, I would, I've actually said this prior to us ever even thinking before the sponsorship was a twinkle in our eye, right? Right. right. That when you deal with Hawksoft, you come away feeling different mm -hmm. than you do dealing with other companies. Mm -hmm. You feel like the fact that they're privately owned, I mean, Good God, a tech company that's that's privately owned nowadays is 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 hard Unheard to come of. by, Unheard of. and or doesn't have a goal of exiting and that sort of thing, and you come away feeling different. I think they have the best interest of the independent agent and the insurance agency force in mind. So those are my thoughts. I think it's a, a perfect marriage, um, and I can't wait to get into the conversation. Absolutely, best customer service in the industry as far as. Uh, any insurance tech that I know of, I could sit here and cut a commercial. I could cut a commercial for Hawksoft without even meaning to cut a commercial for Hawksoft. That's that's uh, where I'm at with it. In my opinion, in my opinion, the best agency management system for a number of reasons that I'm going to talk about today. We do have, before I bring our guests on today, which I am extremely humbled and excited to bring on, one of which I did not know was going to be on here. To be honest with you, a little bit starstruck, Bradley. Mm -hmm. um, but before we do that, we do have more breaking news. So a lot of people may be wondering, why is Scott back in Mobile, Alabama? Well, found out last week, uh, I am going to have to have a total hip replacement, bone-on-bone -bone hip 
I'm at the best in the world at Andrews Sports Medicine in Birmingham. Uh, that's going to have to be scheduled here in the next couple of weeks. I go back to Huntsville in two days after we record eight episodes of the Insurance Guys podcast to find out whether I'm going to have to have back surgery as well. Oh, man. I had a lot of health issues going on. Guys, I've been telling you for five years, enjoy me while you have me. I will not be around this earth for more than 10 or 15 more years. There is no possible way that I'm going to be alive in 15 years. So enjoy me while you have me. People send me letters. They ask me questions regarding why I can be my authentic self all the time. The answer is I, without a shadow of a doubt, know that I do not have very much longer on this earth. And when you realize that you've only got 10 or 15 years probably left, uh, it changes the game for you. And uh, that's why I am, no matter whether we're in a meeting with Lloyd's or on a podcast or I'm talking to you guys and telling you how much I love you, it's because I know I don't have much longer here. So I wanted to come down today and record eight episodes before I start having all these surgeries that uh, are going to take me out of the game for a couple of three or four weeks. And so that's that's the reason why I'm down here so fast in Mobile, Alabama, to record eight episodes. It was a bit of a rush. It was. It was like, oh, crap, you're having hip surgery. We're running out of episodes. We right. got to get you down here. Right, so. right, right. Exactly. But without further ado, I want to bring on our all-star guests today. I'm so humbled to have them on, and we have a lot to talk about today. The first one, don't know him very well, but I can tell you he is uh, the guy behind the curtain pulling a lot of the strings to make Hawksoft the agency management system that it is. He is originally from Fremont, California, and he currently resides in Beaverton, Oregon. He loves traveling with his family. He's been to 15 countries. Here's something I want to do an entirely different podcast on. He's lived like a monk for one year in an ashram studying Eastern and Western philosophies and religions. Bradley, I could have a 14-episode podcast <laughs> on just that. He brings 18 years of software development, marketing, and entrepreneurial experience to Hawksoft. He served as director of marketing for CompanionLink Software before joining Hawksoft, helping land the company on the list of top 100 fastest-growing private companies in Oregon for two consecutive years. He holds a bachelor's degree in computer science and an MBA in marketing and management. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my profound honor today to introduce to you first-time guest on the IGP, Mr. Rushang Shaw. How are you, Rushang? I'm doing well, brother. Uh, Scott Bradley, it is an honor to be on this podcast. You guys are uplifting the industry. You're serving the industry, and those are core values that are exactly in alignment with Hawksoft and the reason that Hawksoft exists. So it's an honor, and I am equally humbled, if not more. Thank you for having me. Well, I, I appreciate you saying that. That means a lot to me. I am very emotional today, so if I start crying, don't worry are, about I that. Can, I can feel it. I know. I can I know. feel it in the I know, air, guys. I know, and, and I apologize. Our next guest that I'm going to bring on, bring on, I did not know he was going to be on today. I am a little bit starstruck having him on. I'm going to say this. Of all the people that I know from a, a acquaintance standpoint, he and I have only met once or twice, I'm not sure 
that he's not the most respected person that I know of in the insurance industry. And the reason for that is number one, he's been doing it a very long time and he's built a lot of really deep relationships with a lot of people. But I think there is a tremendous amount of respect for him in the fact that he has kept his company, a privately held company, when 99.999% of people would have already sold out to one of the big boys and some hedge fund or something like that. But he is one of the most respected men in the insurance industry. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my beyond profound honor to introduce to you since 1995, the president and CEO of Hawksoft, Mr. Paul Hawkins. How are you, Paul? Hey, I could not be better. I uh, am so honored to uh, be here with you, to visit with you, and uh, and thankful for the relationships that we have. Uh, that's what drives me is is the relationships, and and especially in this relationship driven industry. Uh, I love this industry. I don't think there's a better industry in this country, uh, in the world, uh, because of what this industry does. I like to tell people that uh, we are a family-owned business. In fact, it's three generations now in the family, in the business. That, but the in a in an industry that is family-centric and that protects our American families and American businesses. Mm. Mm. Paul, I meant every word of what I just said. I, If somebody walked up to me on the street and said, who do you feel like is the most respected person in the insurance industry, you would certainly be in the top five of those people. And I, I do think a big reason for that, A, is relationships that you've built. Number two is, I remember when I met you, I want to say in 2017, it was the very first, I, I came to the... I believe the very Paradiso first took you. Yeah, Paradiso took me. Because I was supposed me. to go and I couldn't go. Yeah, but. the very first hug hug conference in Las Vegas, Nevada. I remember thinking like, man, this is awesome. Like we're getting access. Like I, this I is know. this is great. Like we're not even a user of this, right. and we're being being invited. And and I remember Paul getting up towards the end of the conference, and and I think he may have even closed it out. And he's like, I'm not selling out. I'm, we're going to run this thing. You know, this is going to be a family oriented family run business. And I, I just knew at that moment that, uh, when I did get, get an opportunity to go independent, that Hawksoft was going to be the AMS system that we chose, uh, at I protect insurance. So I applaud you for that. I really do. I've got a granddaughter that I'm grooming to be the new CEO. There you go. There you, how, how old is she? She's 16. Okay. Well, hey, I, I love it. Keep, yeah, that's that's perfect. You know what's interesting? So I, I would love to get y'all's thoughts on this. So I've often said, I, I don't think there's any, there's a lot of tech companies now that have a goal, their goal is to exit, right? And nothing wrong with that. I don't that. think there's anything wrong, wrong with that. that. However, I do think when you make it your goal to exit over time, Somewhere down the way, customer experience and in product is going to be affected in sure. a negative way from that. It's kind of like Simon Sinek in the infinite game, right? Some people are playing a finite game. They're playing to win in a finite amount of time. Right. Some people are playing to play the game forever. Right. And 
when you don't make it your goal to exit, you can still exit, but I think you end up with a better product in the long run. And it's interesting. I saw a video from Alex Hormozzi recently where he, and he sold three or four companies in the nine figures, I believe. And he mentioned that he had this company that was just spitting out cash, mm -hmm. right? Super profitable, millions of dollars a month and net profit to mm -hmm. him. And he sold it mm -hmm. for $20, $30 million. And he said, I was, I was sitting on my couch the Monday after I sold it and I was sad. Mm -hmm. And he said, the reason I was sad is because all my cash flow was gone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I had this finite amount of money in Correct. the bank. Correct. And I'm trying to protect it to keep it from losing. Right. Whereas when I had the cash flow coming in monthly, even though it was a less amount of money, I knew it was going to come in month after month. That's really where the freedom was in running the company, not getting the big chunk of change at the end of the road. It was that monthly rolling in that allowed me to live freely and do what I wanted to do. And I, I think there's pluses and minuses to both, but I think it's such an interesting perspective because Paul, I say the same thing about my insurance agency. Like there, I was telling Scott getting ready to go speak to a big agency group. And I'm like, it's got to piss them off and be freeing to me knowing that there's no amount of money they could put in front of my face mm -hmm. that would make me sell my agency. Right. And so I appreciate the perspective and I think there's pluses and minuses to both, but what are y'all's thoughts on all of that? Well, you know, it's interesting that you uh, mentioned Simon Sinek because uh, uh, as a company, uh, we're reading the book Leaders Eat Last. Yep. And a uh, fantastic book. And it talks about the different values of how you, what your goals are in your company. And, and my goal is to, quite frankly, is to make my customers successful and to make my employees successful and make them help them be all they can be uh if i if i have happy uh employees i have happy customers and again it's all about the relationships and when your relationship is just about the shareholders you can't that takes place of the of the uh relationships of the uh employees or the customers Right. Well, I think it's interesting too. I was, so we have a new employee starting actually tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get to meet her. Ooh. And I was telling her when we were interviewing her, and this is true, you know, the average employee stays at a company like five years now. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think what, where a lot of companies make a mistake is they manage from the angle of, Hey, we're going to do what we can to keep you here mm -hmm. rather than managing through the lens of this person's only going to be here for five years. Mm hmm. And when you make, it's a subtle little shift, but when you make that, you start defaulting to, Hey, how do I build them up mm -hmm. so that when they leave here, it's a man, Hawksoft or portal was the best jumping off point I, I, I ever had. Right. right. But I think what's interesting two kind of quick little things about leaders eat last. What I love about leaders eat last by Simon Sinek is if you read nothing but the title, you can learn something right. just That's reading right. that title. But I'll tell you a funny story. So in 2018, I think, I led the leadership course for the Sarah Land Chamber of Commerce. I was like the facilitator of that, right? And the way it worked is we would pick a book. Mm -hmm. Every week, we would read a chapter. We would dissect the chapter, and then we'd bring a speaker in to speak on a, on a separate topic, right? And so our book was Leaders Eat Last. This is a funny story. Book was Leaders Eat Last. Well, the first meeting, we had not read the book yet. It was mm -hmm. our very first one. I was going to give them the book. So the class gets there. 
I give them the book, right? We bring our first speaker in, who's a guy here locally that I respect greatly. And he had actually read the book over the weekend mm. to prepare for the class. Mm -hmm. And so he's sitting there going through the book, making points that he read in the book. And I'm texting everybody like, nobody say a word that we haven't read this book yet. This is going to look <laughs> terrible on me. Him not knowing. He didn't know it was the first class. But anyway. I would encourage agency owners out there listening to this to read the book. Now, I will put a caveat on this. If you will download Leaders Eat Last on Audible University, as Mike Stromso and I call it, yeah. Audible University, audible.com, uh, Simon actually reads the book, and yeah. he does a fantastic job. Um, you know, there's some people you listen to on Audible, and you're like, oh, I don't like listening to their voice. Well, he does a great job on, on reading that. The only downside to to that is when you listen to a book, I hate this about Audible. Uh -huh. When you listen to a book on Audible that's read by the author, it ruins every other audio book that's not read by the author right. because that passion <laughs> is not in there. Correct. Correct. Hey, Ruth Shang, I wanted to ask you, we've got so much to talk about today. Um, I know that Hawksoft has constantly has updates and things going on. What are the latest and greatest things? I know you're kind of, you know, from the software development and, and marketing side, heavily involved. What What's the latest and greatest that Hawksoft is doing that, that would, uh, you know, I guess, perk these ears up of all these agents out there listening right now? Oh, we have a very small project on our hands, uh, <laughs> which basically is the biggest platform change that the company has gone through in its 28 year history. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got that coming up this year. This has been a lot of work, many years in the making, mm -hmm. a lot of people working on it and spending the majority of their lives and waking hours dedicating to this, this migration from what we, we for 28 years have been a desktop enterprise product. And we're moving, we're shifting over to the cloud. Mm -hmm. And it's like uh, the analogy we like to use is it's like trying to fly a plane and build it at the same time. Right. Because there's we've we've early on, and let me kind of step back to something uh, that was mentioned earlier, the difference between startups and companies that are in it for the long haul. Because I think it really relates to what the decisions we're making for this platform change. In my career, I've been on both sides of that equation. And I've been at companies that are fresh startups. Uh, I was at a company that, uh, if you guys remember in the old days, uh, Novell was a desktop productivity company. The CEO of that, I worked for him as he was doing some some startups in the internet space, which was brand spanking new at the time. Mm -hmm. I've been on that side of the equation too. And you're absolutely right. I think you hit the nail on the dot there. There's no right or wrong. Because at the end of the day, the right depends on the individual and what they're looking to get from that adventure in life. Sure. So that that's there is no clear cut right or wrong, but the decisions you make because of what your exit plan is or isn't mm -hmm. dramatically impact the company, the way you operate, your customers, your shareholders. And Hawksoft, you know, seven, eight, ten years, we kind of we had we ask the same questions to ourselves where mm -hmm. the, the analogy we use at the time is like where you're trying to discover who you are in your identity back in high school, right. right? Who am I? I'm going through changes. What click, what gang, what group do I hang out with? Sure. What am I trying to, to learn who, you know, what my identity is? It, it was really an identity crisis. 
And we had a fork in the road and we had to decide, do we hit the gas and is there an exit or are we okay with a slower pace of growth that we could control? Right. And unanimously, we chose the latter. Mm. We actually don't look forward to a hockey stick growth. We want slower growth where we can actually control the experience for us and our customers. Mm-hmm. because to us, we're in it for the long run. We're not looking to sell out. And to us, that's what matters the most, our employees and our shareholders. So again, this is not this is not what is right, but this is what's right for us. Mm-hmm. And that impacts everything downstream. So this decision to go to cloud, we wanted to make sure that when we made this platform change, unlike many other companies who have done this in the past, we don't want to go back to our customers. And and I, I sometimes I don't like using that word customers because to us, these are relationships. Right. We don't want to go back to those relationships and tell them, here's a new product that you're going to have to buy again. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that it's a seamless transition for them. And that's why we chose to fly the plane and build it instead of having a separate group go build a new product and then have to sell that to our customers again. Right. Well, and I think too, you, you made an important distinction. It's not what's right. It's what's right for us. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd like to say, I'm, I'm not, by saying my earlier statement, I'm not throwing shade at anyone who does the opposite of what you guys are doing or vice versa. I'm an investor in many, not many, a few tech companies. I hope they all exit. Sure. Right. It's It's just, you have to know, who you're dealing with mm-hmm. and, and okay, this company's wanting to do this and this company's wanting to do this. You know, I, I saw a, a vendor get acquired a few years ago and everybody that was pissed off about who acquired them immediately went over to a competitor who has the exact same goal of exiting too. Like you're going to be in the same, you're kicking the can down the road right. by right. doing that. But I think it's, it's super important to, there's something to be said for steady year over year growth and not hockey stick growth, because when you have hockey stick growth, things break and things go wrong and people leave and, and people get and that, and that sort of thing. But talk a little bit about the, the, the change over to the cloud, the reasons why, why that's important and kind of how that project's going. Yeah. The project is going really well. We're on target for release this year. We've broken it out into different phases to invite different groups to come onto the cloud first. There's a lot of data there. Mm-hmm. We have petabytes of data uh, that we need to migrate. So we want to do this in a methodical fashion and not just dump everyone where the, we can't control the experience that people have. So we've got we've got some plans in place, uh, but that is happening this year. One of the biggest benefits is today with desktop software and enterprise software that runs on a server model in the office, and then your staff use it on their desktops uh, through that server. One of the biggest problems we have is sometimes people don't, they aren't on the latest evolution of that Mm -hmm. product. Mm -hmm. And that opens up a lot of holes, not only for security, which is probably the biggest, most destructive hole for your agency, but from a feature adoption standpoint and what you have access to, one of the things we say is in this migration and this switch to cloud, we're going from software to a platform. Mm. And what that means is in the agency, if you think about your own agency, you've got a piece of software that your your staff is probably living in 80% of their day. That it typically is the agency management system. And so we've recognized that. I think the industry has recognized that. But 
we're the industry has evolved in the last five to seven years where you need products to build on top of that agency management system to make you successful or to differentiate you as an agency. Mm -hmm. And so as a platform that's built into the cloud, we're going to allow things like API integrations. We've, we started on that journey about two years ago, opening up an API marketplace, but these are going to be seamless two-way integrations that you can build a true tech stack on the cloud, customized for your agency. And every agency wants something different. They want to differentiate in the marketplace different, and we're going to allow that through a platform. That's the big change from the software model. Well, hello there. Guys, excuse me for interrupting your regularly scheduled podcast, but I'm here today to get you out of aggregator and cluster jail. This may be the most important message I've ever delivered on the Insurance Guys podcast. Guys, are you a member of a cluster or an aggregator? Does your contract have exit fees, termination payments, buyback provisions? It's time to get your freedom back and do what we did here at iProtect Insurance. Join the AC, the future of aggregators in our industry. Best decision we've ever made, guys. Best decision we've ever made. No entry fees, small $200 a month membership fee, over 50 plus carriers for direct appointments. And by the way, new ones coming on board each and every month. You keep 100% of your commissions, profit sharing every year. Guys, we have made in the last two years, each year, our agency has made over $100,000 in profit sharing. Here's the best part, guys. And this is the part I'm the most passionate about. No termination or exit fees. You give the AC 60 days notice and you're free. You go get direct appointments wherever you want. There's no buyback provisions, no exit clauses. Guys, if you're a member of another aggregator and you have termination fees, buyback provisions, exit clauses, every single policy you write, you're digging that hole just a little bit deeper. And one day you're not going to be able to get out of it. It's going to be too much. You're going to be taking out a second mortgage on your home to try to get out of a cluster group. Unbelievable. Guys, go to AC Free. Dot org that's acfree.org and register find out why over 650 agencies and 3 billion dollars in premium have chosen the ac and guys here's the best part but wait there's more mention the insurance guys podcast when you talk to these guys and you get 6 months that's 6 months of no membership fee just by mentioning the Insurance Guys podcast. Go today, www.acfree.org, and let me help you get your freedom back. Have a great day. Hey, I did not know last Monday that we were going to be together today, and I sent a text message to my operations manager, Justin Miller. I should have already known the answer to this. And my text message was a one-sentence text. It said, how do we have Hawksoft backed up? <laughs> His response, this is the text message sent at 2.13 p.m. last Monday. We use Hawksoft online. That includes automatic backups to, the, to their cloud they keep 30 days worth of backups at all times.
So, so that's what we're doing in our agencies. We're backing up to the cloud. You want to talk about that for just a second, Ruche? Yeah, absolutely. The So the cloud that you're talking about, Hawksoft Online, is the product. We're currently delivering that through a couple of hosting partners. We call them third-party hosting partners. Mm. And what that experience today is, is a basically a remote environment where you're accessing Hawksoft. And data has to be backed up because the current desktop system is based on a file structure. Without going too much in depth here, the change that the cloud, the true cloud where data is stored in the cloud, right? the change there is the file structure goes away. Right. What does that mean for an agency? Today, if you were to do something with a malicious email, for example, if you mm-hmm. were to if you were to double click an attachment that was a malicious attachment, that because there's a file structure in place, that could infect not only your computer, but everyone connected to your network. So people others in your agency. Right. And potentially others outside of your agency too. With the cloud, the fl- the file structure goes away. We have SQL databases. We have things separated into multiple databases. And so there's there's inherent security in the cloud architecture that's mm-hmm. not available today in a desktop architecture. And people are targeting the desktop because they know how easy it is to hack into that mm-hmm. and to send malicious code that runs on that, that executes on that. So backups specifically, when you go to the cloud, it's not going to be something you have to worry about from a catastrophic backup standpoint. Mm-hmm. Because even if a file had malicious code in it, because there's no file structure, you can't double click on it and execute that file and execute that malicious code. You're inherently protected. Plus the cloud gives you other benefits like co-locating your data in different regions. Mm -hmm. So if something were to go down in one region, we're looking into options and seeing if it's feasible to have you back up in a different location because your data is across multiple areas. These are all just bleeding edge technology that's coming out. We're looking at some of these as we move over to the cloud. So there's a lot of benefits and a lot of the game is going to change, right? You're not going to be running 30-day backups manually. There are some agencies that have comfort in bringing down those backups and storing them locally. You can still do that. Hawksoft's always going to give you access to your data because we recognize and respect that it's your data. But there's going to be things there that you don't really have to do anymore from a catastrophic backup standpoint. Hey, Paul. I want to applaud you. When we first met in 2018, wasn't a lot of integration going on. Since that time, our agency has been at the tip of the spear with Hawksoft, trying out new integrations and helping you guys figure out what works, what doesn't work. But, you know, now we have these these really smart two-way integrations with things like agency Zoom. Uh, neon, Donna, that, you know, our, our, our information's flowing in, flowing out of those places. And I want to applaud you for that because to me, and I'm, I'm lucky enough, fortunate enough to have a, a technology guy in my agency as operations manager that can, that can use uh, digital duct tape and get all this stuff talking to each other. But it just makes Hawksoft seem like it's so much more than just an AMS system. So we've come a long way since that first hug conference in Las Vegas. I applaud you for that. And and you guys may want to talk a little bit about some of those companies that you guys are 
partnering with in terms of of uh, automations? Yeah, we we've got uh, nearly two dozen companies that we integrate with. I, I lose count. We have again back to what Paul said. We hire great people, and we realized three years ago that Hawksoft one of the advantages that we have as a brand and as a company and what we stand for is we don't want to build a walled garden. Yeah. We and Raider, let's let's pick on Raider for a second. Mm-hmm. We have our own Raider that we've recommended in the past, but we never took a stance to say we're only going to support this. Right. Mm-hmm. We integrate with just about every single mainstream Raider that's out there. And that's that's kind of been our stance is if you think about it, why are you an independent agent it's because of choice right you have the choice and you're not locked into one modus operandi one product to sell you became that agent and the value deliver is choice and that personal relationship hawksoft wants to run our company the same way where we're a management system but we want to give you choice on the tool that works best for your your business Right. And so we don't want to build that wall garden. We realized that three years ago, and that was the genesis behind our API. We were one of the first management systems to open up an API. It was one way back then. We did not have two-way integration, but we jumped on the API bandwagon three years ago and started building out these integrations because we knew we wanted to double down on the openness of the ecosystem. Well, it's one of those things, too. I've often said that I think double, triple, quadruple, multiple entry could be the death of the independent agent Mm -hmm. and any areas that we can eliminate that. I see a lot of agents adding tools in their agency because it's a shiny object and it, and it may work, but then you're playing this technology whack-a-mole where you're adding a tool that solves this problem, but the information doesn't flow over here. Therefore it creates another problem over here. So basically all you're doing is you're trading a dollar for a dollar, right? You're solving one problem and creating another one. And it's very important to think about the tech that you use and how easy it works with the other tech in your company and information flows. Not to mention the fact that when you have double and multiple entry, it creates situations where information can be lost right? and it creates room for human error and that sort of thing. I would mu- And certainly there's technology error, but I would much rather have a technology piece of technology misfire. That way I can trace back where it is than... Brenda have to remember in the left half of her brain what Paul's phone number was. You know what I mean? Paul, take us back real quick. Something I'm super curious about. How did you start this? What's the, I mean, I'm taking Scott's spot, like hop in the DeLorean and tell us yeah. wh- what was the ethos behind starting Hawksoft? I feel like that's not talked about enough. Yeah. Well, to start with, uh, programming was my son and I's hobby that his uh, fifth grade teacher got us started in. Uh, because his fifth grade teacher was worried that he was going to lose a student from boredom. And he said, uh, would you buy him a computer? And I said, yeah, I can do that. And he says, well, here's a book. Don't buy any programs. And it was a programming book. And so we got going on that. And and I worked as a warehouse uh, manager uh, at at one point when he was in eighth grade. And uh, uh, we wrote we wrote some software for that company, and we we were just excited to do this because we were always looking for projects to do, and uh, they gave us a sizable check for that. And Mike took it home to my eighth grade son, and he says, "Dad, someday you and I are going to have our own business." 
we're going to be partners in our own company and we're going to call it Hucksoft. And um, it's still emotional for me. It is it, to remember that. But then I went to work for, uh, I, I became an insurance agent at that point and realized the lack of technology there. And so we started working on some things and we were the really the, the first, one of the first companies out there to build uh, digital applications. We take uh, the applications off the shelf in the agency and digitize them and uh, take it from the Raider, take the information from the Raider and, and then uh, answer the rest of the questions and print out the application on the laser printer. And uh, uh, I had a, uh, a dear, dear, became a dear, dear friend of mine. Uh, he was the president of an insurance uh, agency or insurance company up in uh, Seattle, Washington. And he came down and asked the owner of the agency, he says, uh, we're getting some uh, getting applications from you guys that look just exactly like our application, other than the fact that I can tell they're not because you fix some of the spelling errors. And he says, how are you doing that? And he pointed at me and he says, well, can I talk to him? Well, it ended up, he invited me up to a uh, conference they were having for their agents in Seattle. And uh, he says, because my agents need you, Paul. He says, uh, and uh, we, that's with ours. We got our first three customers from that conference. And uh, we were able to, uh, Help, help automate the first to start with the application process. And then uh, a couple of years later, started working on the management system. And I just fell in love with my customers, realizing what fantastic people they were, they are, and, and what their relation and having that relationship, how I love that relationship with them because they cared about what they did. And, and they did something really, really important. And I wanted to be part of that. And I wanted to leave, you know, and you asked me why I, we, why we don't want to sell. Well, I don't want to, I want to leave a legacy of, uh, the, of something, the relationships and importance in this industry. Hey, Paul, who was the very first actual Hawksoft customer that ever purchased the Hawksoft AMS? It's an agency that we still have. We still have our first three agencies that started with us, and uh -huh. uh, that those three that I talked about. And uh, the first, the one is in uh, uh, Vancouver, Washington, uh, all risk insurance, and then another one up in uh, Seattle, uh, sound insurance, uh -huh. and uh, and then another one in uh, Oregon here, an agency. And I can't now all of a sudden I can't say their name, uh, but anyway, down in Eugene, Oregon and uh, our first three customers and they're still dear, dear friends. Yeah. Was, was there a moment, I know there's been several similar to this with, with my companies, which cannot compare to Hawksoft, but when you're like, this is going to work, we might have something here. Mm -hmm. You know, you start, you start out, you start a company and it's, it's kind of like hopes and dreams and, mm -hmm. and held together with duct tape and, and, right. and, you know, you're very outwardly, you don't know, outwardly confident, but inward, you're like, man, this might not work. Right. And, and then there comes a moment where you're like, okay, this, we have something here and this is really fun. Was there a, is there a moment you can pinpoint that? Yeah. <laughs> it's because now you got to realize that uh, we started this company with my two sons. Well, son-in-law and son, but I, I call them my two sons. And, uh, 
as we were uh, building this thing, and and uh, Jason at first said, "No, I, I, you know, I'll do this, Paul, but I, I really, I really can't talk to customers. I, I don't like talking on the phone." Now, within a month, he was talking on the phone, and he uh-huh. was enjoying it. And I'm realizing that, hey, this we've got something here, and uh, early on, and that we all just love doing. We love talking to these people, these wonderful people. And that's what I think that is why the relationships is so important to me, because it was that realization of the relationships that I wanted so bad that uh, that drives us. Hey, before we get off this podcast, I want to talk to all these agents out there that either are using Hawksoft currently or are looking at different management systems. I believe before we got on this podcast, I was telling Paul and Rashang that I probably have two to three agents a month reach out to me and have some uh, some general questions about my agency utilizing Hawksoft. Uh, what you know? What what's your experience like? How's their customer service? You know, well, you know, just lots of questions like that. You can tell they're thinking about making that transition to Hawksoft. For those guys and girls out there right now that maybe have a management system, maybe they don't, maybe they're not pleased with what they have, I uh, wanted to speak about the HUG Hawksoft Users Conference in Austin, Texas. That conference will be held April the 26th through the 28th. Scott and I will be there. Bradley Flowers and I will be there. Uh, I believe we're going to do a podcast while we're there, and I believe we're actually speaking while we're, we're there. We're speaking at the same time, so you guys get to pick your favorite insurance uh, po- guy, podcast host. <laughs> well, I, I we that's, need to have that's some sort of contest, like yeah. the loser has right know. steak dinner or something like yeah. that. Paul, do you want to talk a little bit about that? I know there's over at last count something like this is ridiculous, but like four or five hundred agents that have already signed up to go to that conference. Talk a little bit about that conference, and um, we'll close it out with that. Well, I uh, it's it's my high point of the year again because I get to go to talk to some wonderful wonderful people, and uh, it's it's this this year is going to be really really fun for me because. One of my granddaughters mm-hmm. is going to sing the national anthem. Wow. That's that's cool. And I am just so proud of her. She has got a terrific voice. But uh, you know, a couple of uh, early on when we did it, somebody, one of the uh, company reps that was uh, there as one of the sponsors, told me. She said, "Paul, this isn't like a conference. This is like a family reunion." Right. And I, I would never miss this. Mm-hmm. Because we talk about the Hawkstaff family, and uh, and that's our our employees and our customers, and those vendors with us that we work with so so uh, much. We're just a big family, and and we treat people with like that family, uh, like family, mm-hmm. and it's important to us. Can can I tell you guys a a secret? The the most conferences and and ours included. There's so much information being shared there. There's so much learning going on. People are leaving with just pages of notes. Outside of any of that, the secret, one of the secrets for Hawksoft is, yes, we're there to give back and to help people 
get through the roadblocks that they're facing in their particular agency. And we're having those conversations. But very humbly, I will say we are benefiting just as much, if not more, than those attendees. Because the amount of enthusiasm and the amount of sheer love we feel at these events, at these family reunions, that carries us through the next 12 months. Mm. You probably come away with tons of ideas, too, just based on the conversations you have. Totally. It, it, Absolutely. It, it shapes our product roadmap. Yeah. We yeah. know the secret is listening to what people are saying. And that has a ama- I mean, that's the seat on the table when we have product. We have a, a roadmap meeting every two weeks at Hawksaw. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, sorry, go ahead. that's the other seat at the table. Yeah. I'll often go to conferences and just stay out in the lobby. Yeah. And just connect and talk to people. Not that you necessarily you want to miss any of the great speakers like Scott and I, but but just connect with people and and you get a lot of just great ideas and things you can implement just from that. I, I have never told this story before. This is the very first time I don't think Bradley even knows this. That's scary. So last year, almost to today's date. We had a, a young lady that was caught stealing over $100,000 from our agency. And I've never told anybody this. I knew behind the scenes, I thought Paul Hawkins knew through the grapevine, because you know how the insurance industry, mm-hmm. what it, what's, my, what's our tagline? Large industry, small community. Mm-hmm. He knew what was going on. And they assigned Angie, who had helped us set up our Hawksoft, and we utilized her as our forensics, basically a forensics accountant to help us through that. And so the data that she's pulling together is going to both uh, state and federal prosecutors. And and I really appreciate your support and your help on getting us through that. You know, she had helped us set up and connect QuickBooks with Hawksoft. So it was kind of important. She knew where to find all the the stuff that needed to be found and really helped us get through that time, Paul. And I really, really appreciate your your support on helping us get through that. Well, as I said, uh, our number one goal is to make our agencies successful. Right. And there's a lot of different ways of looking at that. And uh, we're here for you guys. We, you know, uh, other uh, companies, a lot of times you have a hard time even getting in and getting to talk to anybody. We want to hear from our customers. Right. Well, early on, what we said is we're, we're going to double down on customer service. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, this was before Rashang came. I said we didn't need marketing at that time because we we grew all all across the country without having a marketing department because we said we were going to double down on customer service and let our customers do the marketing for us. Well, if you look at like some of the best companies in the world, like Apple and Tesla do very little marketing. Right. If the product is so good, you're not you don't have to do that. But I want to commend you, Scott, and I know I've said this before, when you when that happened when when the the employee stole the money. We did a podcast like next day. The next day. Next day. And you went through the whole thing and opened up your chest so to speak. Mm-hmm. One of the problems with social media, I think, is in content in general, is people not wanting to be real and not being humble enough to talk about, hey, we made this mistake and this right. is what happened. Right. Well, you you did that. I mean, I don't even know that I would. I definitely would have talked about it eventually, but not that soon. Right. I want to commend you for there's no telling 
how many agents have benefited from hearing what happened to you had a few, just had a few reach out just by <laughs> taking precautions in their agencies right and even me, like I showed you this morning, I have a safe in my office now that I keep all my important stuff in. Right. And it's not that I don't trust anybody here. I have. You just don't know. You don't know. I mean, I'm in an office building with multiple, there's multiple tenants here, you know, and dude, that one thing that was like, yeah, I'm going to spend this $200 on this safe because of what happened to Scott right. could save me hundreds of thousands of dollars. There's no way to, to quantify, to, to quantify yeah. exactly <clears throat> how many agents, just you being able to be real and say, Hey, this is what happened and it would be interesting to talk to you in like 20 years after all the dust is settled if we could quantify it i would almost say that you would say it might be worth it oh going through it oh uh, yeah no doubt i mean there's been a lot of things and i appreciate you saying that bradley but yeah there have been a lot of changes that we've made to uh do a much better job of keeping up with you know, who's, who's doing reconciliations and me, me being more involved in that, obviously to well, make sure it doesn't change the way I think of things, right. even though right. we've never even come close to something like that. It's changed the way like, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm on top of this thing right now, right? but 10 years from now, when we have 80 employees, I need to go ahead and build the process to keep this from happening then, not right. now. Exactly. I still cringe a little bit. Somebody will call me about that. And they will say, and, and it's just, I, I just have like chills when they say this, but they'll say, well, that would never happen to me because right. my cousin, my cousin does my books for us. Yeah, and I'm right. like, oh gosh, that's yeah. probably the one person that would do it. And, and I know it wasn't <laughs> easy to talk about it. No, I, I no, can't wait. I can't wait till she is found guilty Uh huh. and you and I do a, a breakdown. Well, I, like, I will say I spoke to a friend of mine who was an attorney in Huntsville last week, and he goes to court all the time and knows the, the prosecutor that's handling the case. And I asked him the question. I said, uh, what, what do you think she'll get? Because I had been wondering that myself. I don't, jails want, I don't are overcrowded. I don't want her to spend 20, 30 years in prison. That's not my, my, you know, my hope. Um, and he, he, he listened to what, you know, the kind of the elevator, speech of what happened and he said well i've been doing this a long time and he said it will depend on which judge she gets but he said uh knowing that prosecutor as well as i i know him he's not gonna put up with that he is not he's not going to go light on her he said i i, I believe she will get 10 years in prison serve two and then two years of probation and i thought well that's not 20 years. So, uh, you know, I think, I think, uh, as far as punishment fitting the crime, you know, we could argue whether that's too much, too little, whatever, but, um, it will be interesting to see here in the few next few months when it goes down, because she will be going through grand jury indictment here in the next month or that's two. I was about to ask what's yeah. the timetable. So it's yeah. gotta be getting, it's been a year very and a half. Very close. It's, or it's very been about close. a year. It's been right at a year. Right. Right. Um, very close. Yeah. I have no, I have no way of knowing whether she'll plead innocent or guilty, but I, I really don't think she'll plead innocent. I think she'll plead with six. We have sixty-one videos from ATM machines where she's depositing mm -hmm. these checks into her personal account. So, yeah. how do you, how yeah. do you get, how do you get out of that? You right? got to be totally narcissistic and right, and right. no self-awareness to plead not guilty, right? With that kind of evidence, yeah. guys, we're gonna shut this thing down. I want to say before we get off here. If you are thinking about signing up and going with Hawksoft as your AMS system, 
highly encourage you to look into coming to the hug conference with Bradley and I and Paul and Rashang will be there as well. They are very uh, open in terms of um, being able to walk up and speak to them. Or if you have questions, there'll be tons of Hawksoft people there. Uh, they will sit down with you and do a demonstration with you. Um, you can go through some of the, the breakout sessions as well. But that is in Austin, Texas, April the 26th through the 28th. Um, I'm sure if you just go to the, as I like to call it, the Google, you can just look up hug conference or Hawksoft conference 2023 and their website to register would be there. I want to say thank you so much to both Rushang and my friend, Paul Hawkins for coming on here today. You guys are the best. Thank you for coming on. I really, really appreciate that. Paul. Uh, look forward to to breaking bread with you. Hope we can go to lunch or dinner one day uh, or one night while we're down in Austin. You bet. Yeah. Guys, as I end every podcast, rewards come from action, not discussion. Get your ass out from behind that desk today. Quit running TPS reports, all the stuff that takes away from going out and doing what Paul Hawkins has done with Hawksoft since 1995. Build relationships in your community. Become the insurance guy or girl in your community so that when people think about insurance or need insurance, they think about you and live the life that Bradley Flowers, Paul Hawkins, Rushang Shaw, and Scott Howell know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you deserve to live. And the only way you're going to do that is if you go out and you build relationships with people and you and you build up this book of business and get it to where it needs to be. Write good business for the companies that you represent. Write good business for the agencies that you represent. Bradley Flowers, I love you. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Paul, we love you both very much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us, guys. You are listening to the Insurance Guys podcast, and we love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for being a part of our family, and we'll see you back here real soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at scott at iprotectinsurance.com. And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to portalinsurance.com or email him at bradley at portalinsurance.com. Guys, we love you. We thank you so much for listening to our show and being a part of our family. And we look forward to seeing you again next week on the next episode of the Insurance Guys podcast. Take care.